Clap, clap your hands and stomp your feet. You're listening. You're listening to the Clap Your Hands podcast, hosted by Elliot Shreparks and Jack Fritz. So speaking of victory laps, uh, Sixers. Yeah. Speaking of a winning organization. Exactly. I, I, I want to run something by you because it feels like this has been almost like bubble, not bubbling under the surface, but it's kind of been a talking point amongst Sixers fans and Philadelphia sports fans for the last like week. Right. And it's appreciating Joel Embiid. And I'm just, I'm being honest. I know. I, I know you're, I can tell via the text, by the way, actually. Sorry, God. What? No, I thought, I don't want to ruin it, but I thought your comparison to Reggie White was perfect. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just, I'm having a tough time, like, really appreciating this. And I want to appreciate it. Like, I, I'm trying not to take for granted that we're watching true greatness. Yeah. And one of the most talented players who ever suit up in the NBA. Yeah. I'm just having a tough time sitting there and being like, wow. Well, I think this is why. I think that based off our conversations and texts, I think you're still a do it in the playoffs guy. I am. And, and it's hard for me to shake that. So, I, I wish I could shake it, honestly. I'll be honest. I was a big do it in the playoffs guy with Embiid for probably like a year and a half, two years. When, when did you stop? I moved on about halfway through last year, <laughs> and it was the best thing ever. You, you felt free. It's freeing, yeah. It's why I was able to enjoy his MVP. And by the way, he's probably going to win it again this year. He, he very well could. He's, yeah. And well, he's having, he, first of all, he's been better this year than last he, year. Should he get most improved player? No. Stop. Can you just stop? <laughs> why not? Who's improved more this year than Joel? He's averaging three more points. He's a way better passer. Tyrese Halliburton. All right, fair. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, I just like, I, I guess my thing is, I've seen this. But uh, no, you haven't seen this, though. We, I think that's the difference. We've seen pretty but, much So this. I think a, a difference to me, so last night was a perfect example. He has 19 points in the first quarter. I think Joel has been a much better tone setter this year. I think in past years, like, Joel kind of, we've talked about it, like, went as the team went. I think this year Joel is carrying the team with him. Like, it's a random game against Detroit on a Tuesday night. By the way, to, to, to strengthen your Jokic argument, because I did well, to help you out. Another game he got thrown out. Well, he got thrown way. out in Detroit because I don't think he felt like playing. So yeah, and he felt like being there. He's not a winner. I don't care that he has a title. He's not a winner. Good. You can't win with him as your best player. I'm convinced of that. But <laughs> no, he just they got the most fake I, ring. I, I, ever. I, I, All right, I, I, whatever. But <laughs> um, but what I was thinking about Joel is. This year, I think you're seeing with Joel. Like, this is a small thing, but it, it meant a lot to me when I saw it. So last night was... But, <laughs> well, you said that so deeply. It meant so much. It did, because I... A right. game on a Tuesday night. No, no, no that's not what I'm going to say. So there was a... So apparently it's Batum and Covington's birthday, which is wild. It's on the same day, same team. Pretty yeah. crazy. But they showed a clip of the butt, of the plane, and like they're all singing happy birthday. And Joel's sitting at a table with Maxi, Tobias, and someone else, like hanging out and playing cards. And I just think Joel this year, on the court and off the court, has decided he's going to be a, a true leader of the team and, like, be the main force of the team. And I think you're seeing that with how he starts games. Like, he comes out and he dominates from the jump. And then, you know, 19 points, like, he puts the game away early. Like, this isn't something where I think sometimes he's come out, like, lax a days ago, especially to start seasons. He's coming out and he's been, like, either out of shape or he just takes a while. He looks disinterested. He just looks like he is on a mission this season. And so to come out and score 19 against Detroit was impressive. But then, like, to be also, like, hanging out with his teammates on the, the plane and stuff, I just 
it seems like a different Embiid this year. So I don't think when you're saying like we've seen it before, I don't think you've seen this before. So I agree. I agree mentality wise. You know, the fact that I believe he sat seven fourth quarters this year, which and, is wild. And that also shows that shows two things. Um, a difference between Doc Rivers and Nick Nurse. Yeah, yeah. Because well, Doc would love this, uh, by the way. Doc oh. would be like the earned nights off thing. Oh my gosh, for or sure. Earned uh, what? What is it called? Um, Schedule loss. Nah, nah. Player management. Uh, earned whatever it's called. Yeah. Load management. Yeah, earned load management. That okay. Was it. Yeah. Um. No, but but like Doc, there's a lot of games last year where they'd be up by like 20 heading into the fourth. Yeah. And it's, uh, they'd be back in the game somehow. Agreed. Um, and also the depth. I mean, the, the fact that, they, that they're that they able to hold leads when Embiid. What has killed the Sixers a lot the last couple of years is that when Embiid would be off yeah, the floor. Yeah, they crater. They would crater. Yeah. Which is crazy because the backup centers aren't that good this year. Paul Reed is better than I thought. I do like the new haircut on him. It looks good. But like. <laughs> Dude, he made some like. It's always so funny watching him around the rim trying to put a. Because I'm always surprised they go in. What's crazy is his. Shooting percentage around the rim is wild. I know, like he never, has a very high one. But I like, think more, like when Nerlens used to try. To I know. Have touch Man, around the rim. Nerlens. I love Nerlens. Yeah, I was in on Nerlens. Um, but like Morris has been better. Like regardless, the backup centers aren't that great. But I think they're just better overall with their depth. And so Embiid can sit out because yeah. they have like guys eight through, you know, like eleven or whatever you want to say that are more competent in than in past years. Yeah. So the lead doesn't crater like it used to totally um and and yeah i think i think Embiid has definitely taken up the leadership stuff and he's just coming out being like i'm gonna i'm gonna dominate this basketball yeah. game and, and i think that's important now again here's the well, i have a question for Wizards you because this is what you've been you know do it in the playoffs or whatever like because, I, but 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 not saying do it in the playoffs then you're you're lowering the standard and as we know the standard is the standard but it's I, always rising i just like what i think when i watch him is it's such a shame we have to wait like four or five months for the playoffs i know because He's so good and healthy right now. Like he would just, this would be his moment to have his tear. And waiting is just like, I enjoy it, like watching it, and there'll be trade rumors and all. Like it'll be a fun regular season. But man, I just can't wait to see it. If they get this and beat in the playoffs, like he's going to have his legacy run because the, the East is open. Like I know the Bucks have been better recently, but like the Magic are in fourth place or whatever, third. Like the Magic aren't real. Like the Sixers would smoke the Magic in the love, playoffs. I love that Magic team. And not in the series, like in, right, right, in, like, exactly. I like watching the Magic. Yeah, they're not dreadful anymore. Like the Sixers would smoke them. So and Pacers, the Pacers, I'm in on the Pacers. I think they so they are plus five thousand win the East. By the way, the Pacers, I like that. It might be going down. I like that. Yeah, plus five thousand is a good bet though. Well, I had, so I still have. Did it. you see this whole thing with Giannis and the basketball? It was so funny. Dude. So I'm not completely sure what happened. So, so Giannis. He, so what happened was is that Giannis scored 64 points. He set a franchise record. Uh, he says he set a franchise record. He won the basketball. There, there was a, a Bucks assistant after the game. The Pacers went out to the Bucks assistant that had the game ball and said, "Can we have that game ball for because someone that scored his first basket. his first basket, which is a free throw? Barely counts. <laughs> like, so, like, would you? Want, I agree with that. Actually. Would you want your first basket to be a free throw? I agree with that. Now the question is, what's more important? It's like so. Johan Rojas's first home run was off a pitcher. Yeah. I don't well, know. that I think that that counts way more than a free throw. I agree. I agree. First basket. Of, does first basket when you bet it count as a free throw? It must. Uh, sure. Yeah. 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 So I agree. I don't think that counts as legit for a first basket. So then Giannis sprinted into the locker room. Like, to go. Was that, I saw the clip of him running. That's yeah. what he was running. He was for. going to the locker room to try to get it out. And then it was so funny. Um, uh, the Pacers head coach 
after his press conference is like, yeah, our GM got elbowed in the in the ribbies, bruised ribs. As someone that's as someone that's currently dealing with it, yeah, you were you, you were okay with that. You were like, I could feel that pain. Yes, so they suspend Giannis for for what violent act? No, Giannis did not. They didn't say he did it, but a, a Bucks player allegedly Jeez. elbowed him in the now, ribs, and I then do, he came back and started yelling at all the players. Yeah, I do think first basket more special than franchise record for points. If it was a legit first basket. If like it was a layup or whatever, dude. Franchise record is way more. It's his first basket. Like there'll be other games where sixty-four points are scored. You're only ever gonna a, get your for the first Bucks basket. franchise. Now I do think Giannis is more important than this guy. I really, that's a big take. I, was, <laughs> I, would say so. I got a, I got a quick gambling take right. that I want to run by you that I haven't brought up on the podcast yet. As someone who only, who bets exclusively points and three pointers, right? I think if you get fouled on a three point shot and make all three baskets, it should count as a made three. I agree with that. Like, I need that. I, I agree with that. I would, I, I would win so many more bets. <laughs> I think that's a good take. Thank you. Yeah. Because <laughs> you beat. I also think, actually, never mind. Taking it back. <laughs> okay. No, but the honest thing, and then, I don't know, after the game, he's like, they gave me a basketball. I didn't know if it was the right basketball. Yeah, I saw that. I didn't, yeah. It didn't feel like a game basketball. Yeah. It's like, this is the most ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> most Giannis rid- finds himself in so many of these weird things, like with the ladder last yeah. year with no. uh, Montrez. Like, yeah. yeah. It was. <laughs> He gets into weird things, but yeah. whatever. Um, yeah. So here's my question for you about Embiid. Okay. Where is he? Like, he's obviously the best sixer of all time. But where is? Where, by the way, I was looking this up last night. So you know how he's third all time in points per game, like average. Dude, the fact Wilt needed 45 points, 45 minutes to score 31 points when he was playing against like you? me and you. Yeah. Is embarrassing. Yeah. Wilt's got to be the most overrated athlete of all time. Don't tell me. <laughs> yeah, all, I know you agree. But... All, all he did is lose. Like he's <laughs> yeah. the most dominant, quote unquote, player of all time. All he did is lose. Right. He won one real title ever uh, with the Lakers. He was uh, like a backup. <laughs> Dude, I can't. I can't do the Wilt stuff. Like he, anyway, he's obviously overrated. But and B did what tie him yesterday. He's getting close. Well, he's ahead of him now. But also. If you look, Embiid has his, I think it's like 31 points or something like that he averages, but he's doing it in considerably fewer minutes than Jordan or Will. Like, there's a real argument for Embiid being the best scorer of all time. I know. I saw your tweet. You like that? How do, lay out your case. Why? Because he averages. All right. Let me pull up the list. This way we'll, we'll back it up with stats. Hold on. People love stats. I know. Well, you know who doesn't like stats? James Seltzer. James Seltzer does not like stats. Here's my thing with stats. When people are like, watch the games. It's like. I get that, but the stats come from the game. Well, I only like using stats that back up what I saw in the game. Well, obviously. All right, so Michael Jordan, 30.1 points, 38 minutes. Tougher league. Yeah. Will, 30.1 points in a truly embarrassing (laughs) 45.8 minutes. How long were the games back then? (laughs) (laughs) He played like every... He pretty pretty much played every minute. That's another reason you know it wasn't that hard. Okay. Embiid, 27 points, 27.5 points in 31.9 minutes. So... Eight minutes fewer than Jordan, fourteen minutes fewer than Will Chamberlain, Elgin Baylor, forty points. Also, kind of your another, boy, another fake player. <laughs> your boy, uh, Elgin Baylor. Yeah. So my argument for him being the best scorer of all time is he's averaging basically the most points ever in considerably fewer minutes. Like I don't know what the argument for anybody else would be. Well, you're GM, and and if you look at the attempts, he's shooting eighteen times a game. Uh, Will obviously a ton. You know, four more times. And um, um, Jordan was three more, uh, five more times. So I think a lot of the problem with with that stuff is like I I, w- I would like to see what it's like eight year peaks. You know what I mean? So like, I think a lot of their points per game gets drugged down. I get what you're saying because Jordan's like, although he averaged like 
23 or 24 with the Wizards, I think. Yeah, but I mean... It, it's a fair point. I, yeah, but then to be fair, you also have Embiid's rookie year in there. Which what? I mean, like... He played like 30 games or whatever. So he was scoring in those games. True, was true. He not? I, I, to your point, I would be okay if you took like the if, five if, year. If, give, me, give me the eight-year peaks of Embiid, Harden, Kobe, Jordan. Right. And, you know... Do you think Embiid's a better scorer than Harden and Kobe? I don't uh, think he's a better no, scorer than Harden. I don't think he's a better scorer than Kobe. I mean, it's Kobe easier, but it's, shoot. but it's easy for Joel. And and but that's because he's so good. No, 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 it's not. It's because he's big. It's because he's say? big. Well, and he, whatever. And what about? I mean, what about Will? Well, but, I, I know. Will didn't play against anyone. We're, right. We're but I don't about. think Embiid should be. And this is so funny because for years I said I didn't like Embiid because he was a center. <laughs> but Embiid shouldn't be penalized for his height. Yeah, but it, but it matters when you're talking about like best scores of all time. I mean, but like, but it also it's harder to score when you're bigger when you consider like. But it's not when you when you he does have all right. So Embiid has a ton of skill. Yes, he he is he can soft shoot. touch. He can do yeah. everything. I mean, he shoots but, like, a lot from the mid range. But dude, like, who is the who's the best defensive center in basketball right now? Like no um, one, could, like you can't. I don't know that guy on Memphis. Everyone loves Jaron well, Gobert, Jackson probably. Or yeah, but Gobert blows. <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, he's like not a real. Player. But like it's it's easy when like he, he, he's going off against Isaiah Stewart last night. He's going off against Daniel well, Gafford. You, this is like the whole like. MJ played against trash too. No, but but MJ's like there's you think a, every game was against Gary Payton. No, no, no. But like, it's easier to throw a bunch of like six, seven guys at at Jordan and try to stop them. But I think physically it's you harder for Embiid. Throw any? Can't, who can you throw at Embiid to stop him? He's just gonna foul them out. But but well, again, that's a skill. But also I like agree with the skill. Yeah. We're some but of it, the best scorers. But of Embiid, all time. it's also harder like physically to play as many like to get your body going for all those games. So but I think. Like Jordan, it's easier to be Jordan than it but, is Joel. I don't know, but there's a lot of wear and tear being smaller. There's a lot of wear and tear being bigger. Nah, but you get a doctor on the show. Yeah, which is which is tougher. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> which body is more wear and tear, bigger, smaller? Do you think Iverson's a better scorer than Embiid? Dude, I love Iverson with all my heart. He is my favorite athlete of all time. I don't know if I've said this on the pod. I think I might need to accept the fact, like. He's a little overrated. <laughs> and I love him with all my heart. He's my hero. Like, I had all the shoes, jerseys. He's going to quit the vodka. Like, he's going to quit the vodka. Again, I love Iverson. Like, but if you look, like, the stats are not impressive. Like, he shot a ton at a low percentage. Like, he barely had one playoff run. And yeah. again, sounds like you're building an Embiid case against I mean, Embiid Iverson. is, look, Iverson, he'll, ne he'll never pass Iverson in my heart. But Embiid is the best sixer of all time. I don't, and I that frankly seen. don't even think it's close. Who, who else would you even say? Dr. J? Like, no, right, never. Whatever. I would never say Dr. J. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Charles Barkley. No, Charles Embi is a son. Embiid's, Embiid's the most, is the most talented sixer of all. So how many athletes, this is what I've been meaning to ask you, how many athletes in Philly history have we seen play as good right now as Embiid is? So all sports? Yeah, like all well, sports. Well, so that's why I brought up, that's why. By I, the way, quick story. So you'll appreciate this, James, because you were here for this. So before, you, before like a, this old version of Clap Your Hands, we still had another co-host. Kyle Newbeck. Yes. I asked him who the most dominant season he'd ever seen as a Philly athlete. Guess who he said? Most <laughs> Remember this? The most, yeah. like, uh, all sports? Yeah, all sports. Most dominant season he's ever seen. Uh, I guess. I, I do believe he tried to go like outside of the box. Yeah. Like, well, no, no, no. Don't give too many hands. I'm not going to give it away. But. Uh, oh, 4 to He said like 98 Eric Lindros. Oh stop! <laughs> he had like sixteen, and it was it was like it was like that was like the first thing he thought it was. On yeah, the top it was like a quick. It wasn't. It wasn't. Search yeah. it. It wow. was. It right. was that he was ready for that. Question. It's a hockey guy. Yeah. Um. So I would obviously go 0-4-T-O, 2010 Halliday, 0-6 Howard. 
I agree with 04. Seven, I agree with all those. 17 okay. wins. 17 wins, agreed. Not last year, Jalen. <laughs> well, I mean, you have to put I mean, 17 wins is better, but. Um, yeah. 01 Iverson. 01 Iverson. Yeah. yeah. And then wouldn't be as done the last two years. I mean. But I think, like, if you look at all those guys, like, T.O., one year. One year. Not like a true Philly athlete. Roy Holiday is a, is a Blue Jay. Uh, Ryan Howard, for sure. 06. Like, that was for sure. But they didn't win anything that year, right? Yeah, but he eventually won. NBA doesn't want it. Did they either. even make the playoffs in 06? No. Oh, sorry. All right. So that kind of ruins that. Like, I think we could be watching the best season we'll ever see from a Philly athlete. When you consider the fact they're well, gonna they're gonna be a top like three seed or in, four seed. They're your, gonna again, win around in your lifetime. Reggie White had twenty one seconds. No, yeah, okay. Re- yeah, well that's like to get back to it. I think Reggie's a great comparison by you. And Carl- because and Carlton and Carlton won twenty seven games on a fifty two win team. I don't acknowledge Carlton. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's great. But I, it's just it's not in my wheelhouse. That's I'm good. sure he was phenomenal, but he's a pitcher from forever ago. I don't care. So, like, I think Reggie's a great comparison because Reggie was, like, unbelievable, but ultimately never really won anything here. Yes. Yes. And I think that's the worry with Embiid. Yeah. Well, that's my worry with a lot of these guys. That's my worry with now the Eagles. who have, or, Well, they already won something. I mean, they made the Super Bowl. Not with this team. Yeah, they, well, this team did make the Super Bowl. Yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah. But Sirianni hurts. The The core of this team made the Super Bowl. You can't say this core of this team didn't win anything. But if they don't win the title, I think people are going to look back. But, like, the Phillies, like... Br- like That's wh- what I'm saying. I'm worried about Bryce not winning a title. No, no, no. But, I, like, Bryce has already, in my opinion, Bryce has already done enough to be considered a winner. Yeah. Like, like, when he retires, he will be considered a winner, even though he didn't actually win. Yeah. Right? Like, the Eagles made the Super Bowl. Joel, much like Reggie... Has no sub like substantive win because Reggie had now. Like, granted, he's won all the time in the playoffs, but he just hasn't. He hasn't won in the second round. He has. I mean, he's he won he has, all the time. Stop. Reggie had <laughs> Reggie only won one playoff game here. I believe. Yeah, and it wasn't over the Lions. No, it was over the Saints. Okay, it was winning for Jerome or bringing home for Jerome. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so like, but Reggie was so like like it's it's, it's one and two consensus wise. Like the him and and. Uh, LT. It's funny because when I say LT, I think of Tomlinson. So do I. And yeah, when, I, right. when I talk to yeah. Ike and John, Lawrence they get so Taylor. mad. Yeah. They get so mad because it's only it's only Lawrence Taylor. I think Mark should be a Tomlinson guy. I don't yeah. know with Marks. Every every day. <laughs> yeah, he, he's trying to strike me as an LT guy. He can't he can't figure it out if he's old school, new, <laughs> yeah, new school. I, I think he actually is genuinely right in the middle. I think he's right in the middle. Yeah. Which is kind of the worst place to be. He's, Pick a side. I think he's right in the middle of like Habitate. old and young. You have to be old generation or new generation. Yeah, which, which do you want to be? You want to be trendy new I guy? mean, you know how I feel. I know. I don't Always do the new. old stuff. But like yeah, Carlton. Like, like, come on. Get yeah, out of here. Yeah, well, listen. 27 right. wins. Who's that uh, goalie for the Flyers everyone loves? Um, Bernie Perron. Yeah, Bernie. Come on. <laughs> come on. Come on. Let's good, be serious here. Good history. Bernie Perron is not a top 50 athlete in the history of the city. <laughs> he's got two cups. Is he even really an athlete? As a goalie? Yeah, true. I guess, yeah. It's a different type of athlete, which I've had to explain many times. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like, Embiid does have a little bit of Reggie, where it's like, Reggie was unbelievable, but, like, didn't really win here. And and, yeah. and that's why I wonder, that's why this whole conversation of, of appreciating Embiid, like, I, I wish I didn't feel the way I did, because I know I'm watching right. the best sixer I'd like, I might ever see. Well, think about this. So, I hosted the morning show this morning. You're obviously on two to six every single day and then six to seven. Like how much has what Embiid done really come up? Never. Yeah, no, never. No. Like it was like a, a footnote today from a caller. But like we're watching historic level of scoring. He scores like 40 plus like it's nothing. Like he does it in his sleep. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like I've said. Like, right. Oh, when okay. Iverson used to get 40, it felt like he was like one of the greatest offensive explosions I've ever seen. Yeah. Like and now Embiid does it and it's just kind of like a 
It's like, oh yeah, he did it again. And I know the opponents matter for sure. Like the fact it's the Pistons and the Wizards, like I know that matters. But I just think he's being unfairly punished for past playoff failures. And I think that can be fair, but also it's hard not to. I know. Well, I think you genuinely want to enjoy it more, but like. It's just, I, it's just like, a, well, there's there's a couple things. One is I usually bet on other Sixers, and I like him to pass the ball. Well, he's passing him more than he ever has. <laughs> I know. But like, I need some Hot seat, catch. I need... This whole, like, passing's hard. And Beatles like, I'll just try to pass one year, and it'll be fine. I'll average, like, well, seven assists. Speaking of uh, our guy, Wilt. Yeah. I mean, the year he, <laughs> yeah. the year he led the league in assists because he said that because people called him a selfish player. Yeah. They're, they're like, oh, you're so selfish. He's like, all right, well, I'll go lead the league, lead the league in, in assists. That's the year they won the title. There you go. <laughs> he went right there back you go. to being Maybe passing Wilt. is important. Yeah, he went right back to being Wilt and just trying to score all the time. But um, but yeah. So like with with him, with with him, be like I just he's he does this all the time. That's almost like I take it for granted. Mm-hmm. But I I just I need him to have that playoff moment before I'm like fully appreciating it. But I, but at the same time, I'm gonna look back on this in in ten years and be like, why didn't I? That's how I feel about. A lot of the things right now happening in the city, like a ten and three Eagles team, I, I can't stand almost. Well, that for me, in my opinion, for you is more like take related. Like I like, I think like the Embiid thing, you genuinely like, you can't allow yourself to appreciate it because you know the past playoff failures and like it's early in the season. Like I think there's reasons for that. The Eagles thing with you for sure is because like you feel you're right about this. It's like Carson. Like when I felt I was right about Carson. I would sit in the press box sometimes when he played well, and I'd just be like, ugh. <laughs> I actually remember. I remember uh, the, the the Washington game to open the season uh, after you and Julio went on your campaign. Oh, yeah, yeah, And, yeah. like, he threw the two touchdowns yep. to, to Deshaun, and yeah. I was like, and you were like, meh, might have been wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and then well, he, I remember I wrote an article um, after they he, like, won those final four games in 2019 to get to the playoffs, and I was like, Carson's finally moved on from the Super Bowl. The next game, he got a concussion, and that yeah. was that. Yeah. It was over. Yeah. So, well, this is much like Bradford's final seven games. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but I like, I just, Embiid needs it so bad. He does. And he deserves it. Like, and it just sucks to have to wait this long. And this is what's frustrating, too, is the season's going to come down to like four games. Second round, games four through seven. And you just have to like hope and pray he's healthy. They get the calls and he plays well. It's really it. They get the calls. Yeah. It's <laughs> true. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah so th- th- that's kind of. That's kind of where I'm at with Embiid. It's like I I appreciate it. It's unbelievable. So you agree he's underappreciated right now? Um, I but I I think also the the playoff stuff's fair. I mean, I think it's the, fair, but I, I I don't think people are, are are appreciating how historically great he is right now. Yes, and I think I think I think there's too much. I do I think people go overboard with the second round stuff because this is also all time stuff. And like yeah. again, I might have to bring this up with 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 genius tonight okay but i mean his boy barkley didn't win anything here agree yes so like why do you you, you, golf so i know i know why he loves Barkley, (laughs) but like like, they're essentially the same player except Embiid's better um Embiid's way better (laughs) i mean he is he's way better Embiid. i mean like again and we've kind of gone circles here Embiid can do everything on the basketball court he brings the ball up this year like he plays amazing defense. He can score down low. He has a mid range. Like his three pointer's gotten a little bit better. He's passing now. Well, he's not like, shooting three as much. No, he's which not. Which I appreciate, but because yeah. it's more, it hurts me a little. But I'm, I can get it. I'm a big get in the paint guy. I know yeah, you always have. <laughs> always been the. You know when you were ranking the, the like uh, WIP guys last week? Yeah. And I said like the get in the paint guy. I think another good WIP guy is the explains a scheme guy. Oh yeah. Like calls in and is like, 
here's what the offense needs. Exactly. More RPM. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. okay. That's yeah. just because it, it, well, it works in 2017. Yeah. And that's what they're going to last year. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And, and be incredible if we get it. Uh, 